You are listening to episode 58 of the Playing Full Out podcast with Rita Highland. Hello, I'm Rita Highland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hey there, friends. This past long weekend, I found myself in the midst of the Smoky Mountains at a beautiful destination hotel that blended outdoor activity of the mountains with introspection and indulgence. I hiked around waterfalls in the mountains. I enjoyed the tranquility of sunrises and sunsets. I ate lovingly prepared foods from the earth. And I did all this as I recharged and rebalanced and visited friends and was even participating in some little treatments, including a daily sound bath. It was otherworldly. This destination and its proprietors definitely offer, I would say, world-class hospitality. And they did it in a way that seemed seamless and hitting the mark of a luxurious and restorative, really natural experience for the mind, the body, soul, all three of them, literally. What occurred to me as I took in the experience was what I felt while I was there. There were special things done indeed, but that is not what made it unique. What really sunk in for me was how I felt. I felt cared for. I felt seen. I felt understood. It was not one big splash of a red carpet that they rolled out. In fact, I, for a while during it, until I got back on my flight on the way home, couldn't put my finger on what exactly it was. But then it became clear to me. It was not what each individual who offered their specific talent or their role in the organization did, but what they radiated as they performed it. Let me explain. I think what people in business and leaders of teams, as well as parents, often miss is that it's not what we do, but how we make them feel while we do it. I've gotten this wrong myself before, and it's why it got me thinking, and it is the subject of today's podcast. What do you radiate in your business? What do you radiate in your work? What do you radiate in your parenting? What do you radiate in your leadership? We all know people don't remember what we do, but how we make them feel. How do people feel when they're with you? If I go scientific on you, we all also know from research, specifically from HeartMath Institute, is that we are radiating a vibration from our heart that is felt by others up to 10 feet around us. They People feel what we're feeling. It matters. It matters who we're being. Another way to understand this is we all know about the butterfly effect too, which is 
a situation in which an action that doesn't seem important has a very large effect. And I had one of these butterfly effects this weekend. I was walking outside on the first morning and was taking a walk. And while I was walking with my friend, I noticed a store. We wanted to go in, but we also realized we hadn't brought our masks. So we were sitting out there chatting on it and thinking about it and realizing what had happened when a worker at the property who was about to leave in a golf cart said to us, hey, can I help you with anything? And we said, nah, we were just walking, but then we forgot our masks. So he stopped, he jumps out of his golf cart and goes into the store, gets us a box, has us take out a mask for ourselves to come and welcomes us into the store. He then jumps behind the counter, which was already manned, but he said, hey, can I get you some water to your coffee while you're looking around the store? Sure, we said. A little later, as we were walking home, he saw us, he pulled up and asked if there's anything else he could do for us. Could he take us back to our cabin? Could he show us a trail? He had the same enthusiastic and big smile. And he showed us a trail. And I just, I, I sat there looking at my friend and walking and thinking, I'm just dumbfounded. And I recall saying, if I could bottle that up. I'd buy and pay for that all day long. Now, hear me out. By its own merits, he really hadn't done anything particularly extraordinary, but he did. He left us with a feeling and he wasn't the only one. The whole place radiated with it. And if you know me, you know I have a high BS thermometer. So I can tell when something's not genuine I can feel it. It actually doesn't take any spiritual guru to feel anything. We all of us can feel instinctively because there is a frequency radiating out from us and others that allows us to feel whether it's true or not. So this whole place was effusive and and radiating something. They had care, genuine interest, love of their job. Their mission was clearly to delight and exceed expectations. And they radiated it by how they brought it to life. A bit perhaps like the Disney effect, I guess, but with a different customer, delivering exactly what the customer needed and desired. We can have a business mission statement to bring premier high-end client service to those we serve or, or who we manage or to be that kind of leader who's vision-driven and and inspired and builds people. But if we don't radiate that feeling from the inside out, from who we're being, it's felt whether we are or we are not. Our mission drives what we're called to radiate. What it is that we want to put into the world beckons us to radiate that at a very organic level. We have missions for our business. We can have them for, if you're like me, for your family. It directs on how we really show up each day, right? And before you think I'm going to go all corporate speak on you about missions, because there is nobody who gets more bored and overly intoxicated by meaningless corporate speak than me, but I'm not going to. A mission statement can be very, very short and sweet. It really comes down to having four things within it. It's who are you and what do you serve or who do you serve? What problem do you solve? What's your impact? Four things. What are you? Who do you serve? What problem do you solve and what's your impact? I gave you the Rita Highland coaching. Let's use that one as an example. We are a transformation business. Who do we serve? 
men and women in positions of leadership. What problem do you solve? We help them break through barriers, internal and external, so that they can put into motion the decisions and actions that are going to create life-changing impact in their work life and those they serve. Now, what's the impact of delivering our mission? By doing this together, we're shifting the way society approaches business, happiness, mindset, leadership, and thereby exponentially and remarkably improve the world. One leader at a time is how we do this. Here's the thing. I'm going to bet that if you're in business, you want to offer products that delight your clients, that you want to exceed expectations, that you want to deliver dramatic transformation. You want to be and give your best and you want them to feel it. The question is not exactly how you do it and what you do, but do you radiate your mission? Do you radiate that passion for driving your mission? And if you don't know, tune in and ask yourself, what am I radiating right now? If you were to interface with you, or if you were to interface interface with a member of your team or a client or a family member, what would they say you're radiating or have been radiating in the past week? Is it enthusiasm or is it overwhelm? Is it ease or stress? Maybe you are a leader who's radiating possibility, or maybe you're radiating limitations. Trust or doubt? Are you, are you rating focus or are you busy? Kindness or dissension? Patience or irritation? Peace or freneticism? When I looked at this specific place that I was at, it was care and attention over functionality. They weren't just doing it to get it done. It was done with, with, with love versus Lack? Are they, are you basing your radiation and what you're radiating on empowerment or are you suffocating? Is it belief or skepticism? Just notice whatever category, whether it's your business as a leader, as a team manager, as a parent, as a, as a a spouse, what do you radiate when you come into the room? You want to be clear of it for, and, and you can do this. I have these two favorite questions that I think will really simplify it and bring it all the way down for you. The first of these is, what do I want the person to feel when they're with me? Am I deliberate about that? What do I want them to feel when they're with me? And the second is, who do I want this person to become? Seriously, in all of our relationships, in all of our services, in all of our offerings, these two questions have to be answered. What do I want them to feel when they're with me? or having been offered my service, or stay at my hotel? And what do I want this person to become? You know, I have a feeling that this special hotel wanted their guests and visitors to leave feeling energized, rested, restored, balanced, grounded, cared for, happy. They know the person that they want to deliver at the end of that experience. And so they radiated and gave off that to them. Ultimately, who you're being matters when you do what you do. 
You, you can't pull them apart. Who you're being matters from the inside out when you're doing what you do. Another hotel could have had a staff member that asked me the same question, but if I don't feel them radiating it, I don't feel it. And that is the unique differentiator. That's the separator. We don't care what we do. We want to know that we've been seen, heard, understood. And how does that make us feel? A funny thing happens when you choose what you want others to feel or who you want them to become. You don't have to actually overthink what you need to do. It will be organic. It'll be easy and even effortless. Becomes very clear of what is beckoned in the moment. A lot of thought went into the details of the services, but it didn't begin with the question, what should we do? Where so many people begin, what should I do? It began and began in their case, I believe, with the question, how do we want our customers and team to feel? And what would we ourselves need to radiate in order for them to feel that? And if we were radiating that, what would we do? That's the order. How would we behave? It can't be emphasized enough that you can't fake it. You'll be felt out. And what becomes even more clear from this is that we have to love what it is that we're doing. You can't radiate something because you have to be authentic if you don't love what it is that you're doing, the work that you're doing, or if you don't aren't doing your calling. We can have lots of callings, by the way, throughout our lives. I have a calling to be a parent. I have a calling to be in relationship with a spouse. I have a calling to work as a transformational coach and leadership coach. Those are all callings for now, and they may change. If you're not in your calling right now, find the part of your work that you're doing that is your calling and do more of that. And each day in 1% increments, increase the number, the amount of work that you're getting rid of so that you can be in your zone of genius. So you can be doing that work that actually does serve the world with your unique talent. I'm going to give you a few tips here on ways to be clear about not just what, you've got your mission at this point of that, that answers what it is that you are called and beckoned to radiate when you figure out your mission. But I, I, like I said, if you don't even have a mission, two questions. What do I want this person to feel? And who do I want them to become? What I recommend and what many people don't do is to be deliberate of impressing the moment or situation rather than having the situation impress you. You know, what, what I mean by that is set your intention before you enter a meeting room or jump on a call of exhausted people or a disgruntled customer. I'm going to radiate harmony and hopefulness and peace and confidence and truth and love. I'm going to infuse this moment with happiness or ease or curiosity or possibility. Whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. It does matter that you deliberately choose as opposed to being chosen for. And I don't think that we, you know, practice owning and choosing what we're bringing into the room. Ask yourself, who do I want my customer or direct report to become? You know, be clear and have a purpose and reason for them. How do I want them to feel after my interaction or service? We said those. Check in, ask yourself on a daily basis. You can even set your clock. You can set your timer to go off. What am I radiating right now? How would you feel if you were sitting with you? What vibe would you be catching? What vibe would you be catching sitting with you? 
And if your answer's not fabulous, choose it again. Be delivered about the vibe you send and the message you radiate. Make it so people cannot not be in your presence or cannot not be in that vibe. The the goal really should be to have them saying, I want what she's radiating. I want what he's radiating. I want that. I want that feeling. Radiating means it comes from the inside out. Being authentic is irresistibly attractive for a reason. And that was what was so wild about my experience. It's like, oh my gosh, this feels so organic. It feels so real. It feels so true. He just genuinely cares. It means your inside is integrity with your external. You're not faking it. And that feels good not only to you, but to those who you lead and those who are in your presence, who are around you. Now, as you begin the process to deliberately radiate, start with just one person at a time. The next person or in the next action you take whether that is a team member or a client or a family member. Maybe it's an extra smile. Maybe it's a sparkle in your eyes above your face mask. Asking if you need a ride. Sending someone something or a detail that's going to make their day or work easier. Know this, our problem is never really our lack of imagination. It's our lack of attention to it. Understand that What you're radiating right now is based upon where your attention is and where your thoughts are. Always before you're feeling and what you're radiating is a thought, right? I operate my life from the thought, from the assumption that life's always getting better. People are doing the best they can with what they have or what they know. And when I deliberately set my intention, I have a good chance of creating it. Certainly a lot better than if I don't set it. And when I operate from here, I tend to radiate hope and patience for others and excitement for what is to come and enthusiasm for what is possible. And that takes me towards actions. When I'm radiating that feeling, we all know our thoughts lead to our feelings, which our feelings lead to our actions. And those lead me to show up in certain ways such that my results perform or move in a, in a direction that creates remarkable results, the ones that I'm consciously designing. Yes? So let me ask you, what have you been radiating so far today? I've heard that God is in the detail. In other words, details reflect love. Ultimately, if we really simplify this, you want to be radiating love in your interaction. Can't give what we don't have, so we have to be filling our cup of love for ourselves. I could tell that this man who was interacting with me, he loved his life. He loved his work. He loved his calling. It was no way that he couldn't. It was palpable. And that's our journey. That's our opportunity. And when we give love, we give, we receive. It's a circle. So when we're not feeling it, the opportunity is how can I, how can I brighten someone else's day? Because that's going to come back at you. Your call to action is to be intentional and deliberate about what you're radiating now, today, what you're bringing into the world, and this whole week. It's spring. I see the sunshine here in Chicago as I have returned. Some of the snow has melted. I can't believe it. It's the perfect time to start radiating. You can radiate yourself all over the place. Fill the elevator, the Zoom room, or another room with love. 
spray it, throw it. You can do that. Send love, delight, peace, and then observe the changes, the impact both in yourself and in others when you do. Remember, you want them to say, I want what she's radiating. I want what he's radiating. I want that bottled up. Like I said, when I had just a few minutes of interaction, conversely, we went with on a hike. I should, should give this example. And, and we came back and it was only one other couple that had been on the hike and not a lot of interaction had happened, but we could feel the vibe. And I hadn't said anything when my friend said she had an edge. And I was like, oh my gosh, just prickly. You are radiating something. Are you contributing or are you contaminating? Be aware of it. Be deliberate about it as opposed to spraying yourself all over and and missing the mark and contaminating the world. But more importantly, because I know that's not you, is so that you are building your best work and, and impacting at the levels you know deep down you are capable and meant for. If you are looking to shift your work to reflect more of your most important high-impact vision-driven work and get more of your zone of genius into your day, then be sure to get on the wait list for the Fulfilled Bold Leader Life School that's coming soon. That way you can be the first to get details. It's completely online and live. It's where leaders come to fully step into their power and they leave going out being able to help others and teach others to do the same. You can sign up with the link in the show notes. And if there's one specific thing I can ask you, and we at Rita Highland would like to ask you, is if you liked what you heard, please go on over to iTunes and leave a review and be sure to subscribe while you do. In the meantime, if there's a specific way that we here can delight you, ask. Simply write me, breakthrough at ritahighland.com, and you will get a personal email back from moi. Yes? Until we connect again, have a very delightful week, my friends. God bless. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. Podcast.